up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. I am feeling a little bit anxious about um, traveling in the next couple of days. Of course, I'm going to have to do the whole American Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. And that is just always... Uh, <laughs> it's just such a... Uh, is it? Is it? Okay. Can, let me. Let me be. Just too many. Doctor Dennis is in the house. It's too many people. Okay. It's too much going. It's too much uh, frantic energy. That's what it is. It's the frantic energy. That's what it is. Is it? It's frenetic. Yes, it is. One hundred percent. So, is it you? It's not about the flight or getting down there. It's once you once you're down there. No, it's just like getting to yeah. the airport and all the people were just. I know. Like rustling around. Oh, where are my paperwork? Uh, it's like all of that whole like. Just the whole thing. Right. It's not calm travel. Um, Stress-inducing. Well, you know, uh, Jim and I were supposed to go away uh, for American Thanksgiving, and we decided, and I called the ball about two months ago, and I said, I I, I can't do this. He goes, well, I'm anticipating, you know, people being crazy, Mm -hmm. uh, expensive. Um, uh, lineups, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, delays. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the, my thing is the big delays coming yep. back home. And so we just canceled it. We just said, yeah, you know what? This, this is not feeling right for us. So we're staying home. But I, I hear what you're saying. Um, especially when things together with family, it's not always, you know, it's for the Dennis family were frenetic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's anxiety is a big deal when it comes to traveling these days for many reasons. Well, Here's a list that I came across of things that they said uh, you, we can use to uh, bring down the anxiety when traveling. Um, pack an item that brings you joy, like and not, like some kind of maybe a stuffed animal, a toy, or anything that brings you some sort of joy every time you see it. So when you open the bag and you look and you see the thing with you, oh, I brought it with me. Ah, I feel it's much like, more excited now. It's like when you pack for a kid, they take their favorite teddy bear. Yes, they take their little stuffy sure, or their okay. little huggy or whatever they call it. Yeah, something that helps them bring the uh, the nerves down a little bit. Us adults need to do that too. What joy-inducing item will I pack with me? <laughs> uh, I'll think about that. Yeah, okay. Channel nervous energy with something like uh, journaling, coloring, if you knit or crochet. Uh, that will cause me anxiety. That causes you anxiety? Oh, please don't give me something to do. Well, this thing says doing something uh, that gives you a sense of control helps you have control of something when you feel like you're out of control. I have no control over knitting. Okay. It's not consistent. Okay. Never did it before? I, yeah. So I, I, it, it looks like, I mean, anytime I see someone knitting, they look like they're in a zone. They are. But, you know, I got to tell you, some people are immediately good at something, and that is one of those things I'm not immediately good at. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's my thought. Yeah. Plan your meals um, because when you skip meals and when you are, you know, heading to the airport or traveling long distance hungry, um, the hunger the hunger thing is, is, is anxiety-inducing. So if you haven't eaten, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're also adding to your anxiety because you're hungry. So what are you going to do to make your trip a little bit better? Like, like, is it, what is it? Like, it's the packing, it's getting the, to the airport. What are you going to do to make what it better? What am I going to do? What am I Because you know what to expect when you go down to your mom. I'm going to drink half a bottle of Benadryl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take some night or something. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's knock just, myself out. Uh, maybe so. I just think it's the unexpected expectations. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I hear people's horror stories. By the way, when you come home, don't tell me your horror stories because it just gives me more anxiety. Yeah. But more and more people are feeling anxious about going away. Okay. That's for sure. Good luck. Thanks. 
Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Just a reminder to you, your partner might be feeling underappreciated right now. And you might not even remember. And if that's you, we're getting ahead of it. Here are a couple tips on how to make your partner feel more appreciated. Um, it In this department, it really is a matter of action speak louder than words. You know, sometimes saying thank you, you know, listen, it's it's the polite thing to do when someone does something. You go, oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. know, But it doesn't always cut through the thank yous. So these are some things that you can do that will put that little extra thing in their head. They're like, wow, he or she really, really does appreciate me. All right, breakfast in bed. Breakfast in bed. Can you imagine waking up on a Saturday morning and all of a sudden someone's walking into the bedroom with a whole tray of breakfast for you? Love yeah. that idea. One hundred percent. When's the last time we've done that for our partners? And haven't. Haven't. Yeah. Like so, this is something that we could start doing. A yeah, breakfast we do that. We don't have to wait till Valentine's Day. Let's show the love before that. Right. It's a good idea. And uh, you know that person's going to think in their head like, "What did I do to deserve this?" Or what are you expecting of me now? Exactly. <laughs> anyway. It's it's a good action. It's a very good action. So breakfast in bed. Sure. Uh, little love notes. That's nice. Little love notes around the house. I do that. In the bathroom. We do that. Maybe even place one in the car, like on a sticky pad. Is that what you guys do? We do that, but we don't do it like. And by the way, take out the trash. We just uh, we leave this the message as is. You know, just say good morning over the coffee. Uh, coffee. There maker. you go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You could do that leaving little uh, inconspicuous places that surprise them, and then they go be like, "Wow, that really took some thought. They thought of me. Yeah. Good stuff." Yeah. Um, be specific when you're telling them how much you appreciate them. Specifically, look them in the eye when you're telling them about how much you appreciate them. Because that eye contact, um, it gives it that extra piece of like, I really mean what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is not just like fluff. Like, I'm really trying to get this through to you. Yeah. Eye contact. That's a good one. I do eye contact and hold the shoulders. I just want you to know. Hold the shoulders. That I love you so much and thank you for that. Okay. I like the hold the shoulder thing. Yeah. I usually do that with my son, but it, it <laughs> it's a little, a a little shake as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. All right. Okay. Um, get up early, pack them a lunch, surprise them at work with lunch. Just surprise them with lunch. Like, all of a sudden, they turn like, what? What's this? Hey, I thought I'd yeah. just bring you lunch. Wow. You were thinking of me. These are things that we've been, like, listing. Mm-hmm. They all require some thought. A couple times last year, I got to tell you that I, you know, get up and do the thing, get ready for work, and I had to go back to the washroom to pick, you know, get something. And I came downstairs, and my husband is out in his pajamas with his parka on, scraping the car. There you go. Taking the snow off. Now that is love. There you go. There you go. Don't you think, guys? That's a good one. That's, That's a good one. Yeah. Once again, it's one of those things that you do that show that you're putting some thought into something that yeah. you've actually thought about the person before the moment you were doing. What's something. the last thing you did, Veronica? Um, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I apologized. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm getting really good at the apologies once a week at this point. Yeah. Well, I know that happens too. That happens too. But this, these are good lists because it kind of reminds us of why we're with this person and what. But the other thing is, rather than you never do this and you never do that, yeah, we're preventing that from happening in your home. Yes. Um. Yeah. Last thing uh, we'll mention is spend quality time. Doing something that they love. Yes. Think about the things that are really important to them. Things that really don't, uh, things that are not really apparent to you because they're not your likes, but actually suggest that we do that. We're going to do something that you really like. They're going to be like, really? You want to do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do something you like this time. Okay. It's going to really resonate with them. Yeah. All right? Those That's are the really ways yeah. 
to uh, show that uh, you really appreciate and love your partner. Yeah, that's right. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Do you have a walking routine? What's your What's your walking routine? Like for fitness? I, I, I do not. I go on the bike and do other things, but I used to do it a lot. And I realize, um, I mean, you can lose a lot of weight. You sleep better. And uh, and the best time for me was I felt really energized walking up Young Street in the cold. I know that sounds weird, but it was like uphill, you know, and it was feeling good. And I, I just remember living down near Yorkville and taking that major big walk through that neighborhood. And I miss it. But I, I, it's hard to find a partner to do that. Maybe I can encourage Jim to do it with me. Okay. But, it, it, but the benefits are great. The benefits are incredible. Uh, if you stay walking, you yeah. stay active. Blood flow, um, yeah. muscle tone, all the uh, the good things that you know the doctors recommend. But the problem is now it's colder. How do you stay walking even yeah, with tough. cold weather? Yeah. This is how we uh, maintain the habit. Um, make sure that you challenge yourself. Get competitive with yourself. Get an app that can, you know, set up challenges. I think the Nike Plus app or the uh, Apple Plus or Apple, whatever the Apple app is for yeah. uh, staying physical. App. Clearly, I don't use it very often. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, but, yeah, it, it sets up challenges for you. Sure. So uh, if you yeah. keep yourself challenged. It coaches. It's your coach. It, it coaches yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Make sure yeah. that you're uh, trying to hit some goals. Uh, gear up appropriately. Make sure that you have the right stuff on. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. Um, compression socks if you need those. Good shoes, good walking shoes, something that's nice and soft. That's that was a tough one for me to find the right boots or something with like that can grab the snow, because you don't want to go flying in the middle of you know the sidewalk. Oh yeah. So if you got to find something that is really comfortable but that can grab the snow, because I'll tell you, runner shoe, running shoes don't work because it's cold. To your point, so you got to find something that's. But sometimes I, I use my hiking shoes. Mm-hmm. That worked really well. Okay. Yeah. Good. Also, lace those shoes up. Yes. Lace them right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't lace their shoes properly. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, maybe because they forgot that uh, the laces are actually what keep your foot to the shoe, not just putting your foot in the shoe. Have so you ever tried to lace up your shoe with a mitt? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the snow? That's not a, easy. That's a tough process. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so make up the laced up. Listen to a podcast. This is my favorite thing to do while I'm walking. Just have a podcast on in the background. After a while, you start having a conversation with a podcaster or podcasters, and you forget you're even walking. And before you've known it, you've cranked wow. out yeah. all this time and all this uh, distance. Very, very uh, uh, good good thing to do. Podcasts, audiobooks, all those things. Music. But that is how you keep your walk going. And also, um, just go indoors and walk if you can, yeah, yeah. if you need to. You know, uh, If you have a treadmill at home or if you want to just do laps back and forth in uh-huh. your house. So let's talk about this. When's the best time you get motivated? Do you get up in the morning and just go, okay, I'm just going to, whatever, I didn't take a shower. I'm going to put my, my toque on, my boots, my coat on. I'm going to go then. Are you going to go mid-afternoon or are you going to go early evening? Yeah, what well, would be your best time? We, we don't have that, uh, that, that luxury no, I for, the, for the morning walk. Yeah, I so, yeah, afternoon. Afternoon, yeah, afternoon walk. Would, I, it would be a late afternoon walk for me. Yeah. Because uh, in the afternoon, I'm pretty much trying to get some sleep at that point. Yeah. So the late afternoon, like, yeah. two, three-ish. That's awesome. Maybe three, four-ish. But there it is. Those yeah. are your tips. Five tips for keeping the walking going <laughs> in the uh, in the winter months. You could listen to our podcast if you like to. We're very entertaining. It's available. It's available. <laughs> it is there. Yeah. iHeartRadio. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Have you heard the uh, term almond mom? It's new to me. Almond mom. 
like the nuts, almonds. Yeah. Uh, Almond Mom is a, a, ter- a term on social media that really started with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, Yolanda Hadid. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Gigi Hadid's mom. And we'll take a listen to her using the term. I'm feeling really weak. I have a couple of almonds. Chew them really well. She says, I'm really, really weak. And then her mom says, all right, grab a couple of almonds. Just chew them really well. (laughs) Which is kind of a weird thing to tell somebody if they're really weak and hungry. Like, I don't know if almonds are necessarily the (laughs) best solution. You know, a couple of almonds might, you know, they might hold you over. Yeah. But if you're really, really weak. You might need a steak or something. You like. might need a sandwich. <laughs> you might need, like, yeah, like a, a meal. And you make a sandwich, you'll feel better. Have a bowl of cereal like my mother used I'm to I'm feeling, say. but of course, when you're the supermodel, you know, you don't want to eat the sandwich and yeah. you're bloated. And this leads into all these body image conversations, yeah. which are really good conversations to have. Um, so the term almond mom came to fruition, hashtag almond mom, because all these people on TikTok revealing that, yeah, my mom... Or people in my life have done this to me, too. Yeah. Where uh, they're trying to tell me not to eat when I actually need to eat. So if you're an almond mom, um, it's when your mom kind of tells you... An almond mom is a mother who tells your kid to eat something that's not so filling. That's right. A little bit of something to, 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 to get you through that moment. Here's some crackers. What? Here, here's some organic mini jerky. Mini jerky. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's a, a cutie. Oh, don't forget cutie gate on uh, on Love is Blind if you've seen it. I don't know what that means. Yeah. that Cuties that was, are clementines, you, but I've never heard them called cuties before. Pro- probably a U.S. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're called cuties, clementines? Yeah. yeah listen, the, the small, right. the small uh, yeah. tangerines, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're lovely. Well, they're out in the, uh, out they're, they're, I think they've been marketed as cuties lately. But you know, but not very filling. That's the point. No, they're not very filling. Yeah. No, they go right through you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. A moment on the lips, forever on the hips. One of the famous phrases that has been used for a very long time, and nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That's messed up. It's, enough, it's messed up. <laughs> Yo, you th- never do you hear people telling uh, their their young sons this. A moment on the lips, a, a lifetime on the hips. Yes, yeah. It's like, what do you want to eat? You want a hot dog? Here, take a hot dog. Right. <laughs> you want a burger? Have a burger. Uh, but, yeah. So, Almond Mom. You could tell us uh, at 104.536 if your mother's ever uh, Almond mom do you and what, what the food was. Now, she, she says that was taking out of context, right? Okay, that's, that's what good. she said. That's good. Um, because her because she just had had some kind of a procedure. She's no, no, that's taken out of context. That's all the way based back in 2014, mm-hmm. and it's still in the minds of people looking at that show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Almond moms, almond moms. Don't be an almond mom. Give them a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's good. I like right. That one too. Yeah. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Question for everybody. Um, on your tombstone, on your headstone, if you could put any recipe on your headstone, what what would you put on it? Text us at 104.536. I know this sounds a very random question. Um, but the reason is that it, it seems that a lot of people do this. They do. I had seriously had no idea. That people actually put recipes on their tombstones. And they're yeah. there forever. They're carved into stone. Um, there's actually a person with a TikTok account. Um, you could follow them at Ghostly Archive. This is Rosie Grant. I'm following her right now. It's wild what she has spotted. What do you see? Well, I see her with um, 
uh, doing a lot of baking, but like she's got one um, gravestone. This person has a whole. Uh, it's it's uh, this woman has this whole blueberry pie on their head on the tombstone. It's, like, it's like this is when she died, but the majority of this big headstone, Jamar, is her blueberry pie recipe, which I guess she was known for. Right. Okay. And then there's another thing called spritz cookies. Spritz cookies. Okay. Uh, it's like a sugar cookie, I think. Um, okay. It's on top of the of the stone, like it's like an open book, <laughs> right? It's like a cookbook, and it's so what this woman does is she goes in, she gets the recipes, and she makes them. That's so cool. For the last year, Rosie has been making everything that she finds on these tombstones: these yeah. cookies, pies, meatloafs, and uh, she posted to her TikTok account, Ghostly Archive. And uh, this is something that she's got into in the past year. Yeah. Um, the videos have now gone viral with millions of views clocking in. And she just makes tombstone recipes. I, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out why somebody would want uh, a recipe on their tombstone. I, I, don't, I don't really get it. Okay, I'm going to try to explain it. Okay. But that doesn't mean I get it. Okay. So please don't ask too many questions when I explain this. Okay. Because I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway. Kay is known for her beautiful, terrific fudge. Okay, we love Kay. Okay, every we... time we went over to Kay's house, she had fudge. Anytime I was in trouble, Kay delivered fudge to me. Okay, house. okay. So when Kay died, we went, "Oh my gosh!" And she said, "You know what? Everyone's asking me for this recipe. So when I die on my tombstone, just put the recipe on the tombstone so that everybody can have access to." So it's a little piece of you, uh, to the fr- leaving a little piece of you for the world. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Great. Uh, 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 a texter just nailed it. <laughs> Posthumous pastries. <laughs> That's it. You nailed it. You she got it. She calls it, this Rosie calls it, uh, uh, recipes to die for. Recipes to die for. But, you know, I think cemeteries are a very interesting historical kind of thing. But I never, and I've walked through a couple of them. And yeah. It's a nice place to walk. You right? can find some interesting people in some yeah. cemeteries. There's like, there's some cemeteries. I mean, y- you'd be surprised the people that you find like even in old cities like toronto if you go to one of the old cemeteries you'll see people, mount pleasant cemetery is one exactly you'll see people yeah. buried there like yeah. your, your the streets you live on are probably named after some of the people exactly. in those cemeteries yeah. you know what i mean so now i think what i do next time i walk through a cemetery yeah and have some quiet time i'm gonna look for recipes uh-huh well what recipe would, would go on your tombstone well right now let's see uh, the recipe would be that tiktok famous feta and tomato pasta because <laughs> it's so fast and easy and you might not have much time left on Earth, so just know it's fast and easy. Got it. What about you? Got it. I would put on my tombstone my mother's recipe for her Jamaican fried dumplings. There you go. I love my mom's fried dumpling. No one yeah. can make it better than her. And she's actually teach. She's taught me how to make them. So that is my gift to the world. Yeah. So what recipe would you put your, put on your tombstone? It's a really good question. Rice crispy square. Rice crispy treat squares coming in hot. Okay. <laughs> Chocolate cakes are coming in hot. I okay. see them. We know uh, how to make those. We know how to make those. Rice it's not like a Kate, Kate's. <laughs> <laughs> I, but something must be very special about Jason's from Pickering. Okay. That's why he's offering those to us. But just something to think about uh, before the uh, the big day. Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. It's that time of year we're going to uh, try to make plans with people and they're going to give you that, that age old excuse. Uh, yeah, let's circle back after the holiday. Let's circle back after the circle holiday. Back. Yeah, hey, oh yeah, um, you know, I'm tied up right now. Let's revisit this after the holidays. Sure. Is it too early to say that yet? We're at uh, no. November 15th? I don't think so, because if you look at what's happening over the next... Uh, time is flying, first of all. 
There's a lot of stuff to do, and I, I would, I, I personally don't have any more room to do any more things because I'm trying to be very mindful of how I do stuff, you know, that I don't overbook myself over Christmas. But there are some people who go, eh, I don't really need to see them before Christmas. Yeah, I think that's what more what, more what it is. This is what this is. So, yeah, so, so what I do th- we book in January, Jamar? Uh, what do you think about if we go to a brunch uh, in the new year? That's the kind of stuff that you hear now. We can do that, but at at that point, you'll be saved as your phone number and my contact <laughs> list, and not your name anymore. <laughs> like anyone who's telling anyone who's pushing me out to January at this point definitely doesn't want to see me. Yeah, well, or or but legitimately, you know, maybe there's no time. And here's my other point. Where were you the rest of the year, and why do you have to jam it in over the holidays? Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. This is a. Uh, this is uh This is uh the the cram season, right? Yeah. We're all cramming. Yeah. So what uh what other excuses do you use? What's your go-to line to put plans off with people right now? Okay. Uh, not feeling well. Not feeling well not is a big well. one. Yeah. It's a good time to say you're not feeling well because no one. I mean, there are like three different viruses you can catch right That's now. That's right. That's right. Um. Uh, the kid is always a good one. Oh yes. yeah, you know, uh, complications with my son. No one to watch. You know, no no babysitter. They're good. They're they, they're good. You put them in front of your uh, why you don't want to go. Can't do it, right? Uh huh. I I I used Adam until he was about twenty five, <laughs> and then I had like a little bit of a span there, and then thank goodness he had the baby. Can you imagure being told at twenty? Yeah. Uh, Hey, Adam, don't tell anybody, but I told everyone that I couldn't find you a babysitter. (laughs) What? Just go with it. Go with it. Yeah, but a lot of people are using these excuses. They're putting it off to the new year. And then you know when you put it off to the new year, it may not even happen. It's kind of throwing it to the recycle. You know, like it's like it's throwing it out there. Recycle recycle bin. And, you know, and then you say to yourself, because it's kind of a new year, new you. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't get back to me, then I'm just going to let it go. But, you know, it's just people trying to jam everything in right now. Okay. Best excuses, even for families, right? Families definitely are good for an excuse. Yeah. Texas at 104.536. Let them know. I can't. Let my us, pet is sick. My pet is sick. If anyone told me their pet was sick, that's why they couldn't hang out with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd forget their name instantly. Um, tell us what your go-to line to put off plans is right now. Apparently, it's not too early to use the, hey, uh, let's revisit this in the uh, in the new year line. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Hey, podcast listener. Thank you for hanging out with Chum on your phone. Thanks for listening. And as a special bonus for checking out our podcast, we have an exclusive contest running this week until Sunday, November the 20th at 1159 p.m. Just get to the website, Chum1045.com, and enter the keyword Canada. Uh, you could score a pair of tickets to see the Raptors take on the Brooklyn Nets on November 23rd. That's Canada. Enter it at chum1045.com right now. Good luck. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum1045. Wow, there's a lot of excuses out there. Yeah, um, apparently it's not too early to push people out to the new year. It's only November 15th. I know. And you could still tell people now. All right, yeah, you know, I'm just a bit caught up. Let's let's revisit this in in 2023. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, it's it's still November. Like, what are you doing? But I guess people are coming out with excuses. What are some of the more popular excuses? Well, I, it's stressed out, Jamar. There's so much work to be done before the holidays. I just don't have time. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. uh what else? Oh yeah, just start crying, like fake crying, and just cry. It was no fake crying. It says here, fake crying and no explanation. 
That'll make them really want to be spent time with you. Um, so, uh, you're, oh, people are coming in from out of town. You just don't have time. You got relatives coming in from out of town. They came early, and so you can't. You don't have time. Okay. That's really like. Just remember, if you do that, any of these lies do not post anything. Because <laughs> because then they can confirm whether you're lying right, or not. Right, 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 right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people say using their grandkids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's or their kids. Yeah, grandkids is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for, oh I forgot. You know what? I I double booked. Sorry. Double book is a good one. I double book. Double booking is a good yeah. one. That happens yeah. pretty often, especially yeah. with people with uh, very demanding schedules. Yeah. Um, uh, someone says they're go to. Their go-to excuse is, I think I have something on. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Not that it's not on your phone already. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh I'm really trying to watch my weight and alcohol consumption, so I'm just going to say no because I'm on this kind of journey right now. Okay. I hope you understand. Watching your weight. Trying to stay away from alcohol. No uh, fear that the person might come back and be like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Just have a virgin. Or, you know, just drink drink water. Yeah, yeah, you no. got to be ready for those. got to oh. be ready for those comebacks, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone says uh, their, their go-to excuse for breaking plans is, my sciatica is bad and I can't move. Okay. It's <laughs> a little bit aggressive. Uh-huh. But sure. <laughs> Use but what you got. Should be better by January. Should be better by January. Yeah. So those, those I mean, there's, uh, listen, you go to any website, there's like like 21 to 35 excuses that you can use. The fact is you got to really believe it and you really can't post anything. I'll be bedridden until January. <laughs> Holla back in the new year. Yeah. Okay. I didn't tell you, but I hurt my ankle and uh, the doctor wants me to stay off of it for a while. Stay off the ankle. All right. What? No use of lower extremities for the next month. Got it. Happy holidays. Okay. (laughs) Come up with some good ones, and uh, let's hope that you can avoid those plans as well as possible. If you look, we'll circle. We'll circle back with everybody in January 2020. Uh huh. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Question for everyone listening: Do you does your company give a Christmas bonus? If your company gives a Christmas bonus, um, text us <laughs> text us what the bonus is and the name of the company. Yes. I mean, I've never gotten a Christmas bonus before. Yeah. I've never, I don't, I don't think, did they ever do that in radio? Oh, they did here at Chum. Really? Chum what was, was the bonus? When Chum was a family-owned company, uh-huh. Mr. Waters gave us in an envelope 100 bucks. 100 bucks? Yeah, it's family. Everybody got 100 bucks. Now, what really irritated Roger Ashby was I also worked at another run station by Chum Cold City. Uh-huh. I got 200 bucks. <laughs> so you get $300? I get $200 because one was at Chum. Oh, okay. One so, was at City so, TV. so it was an additional $100. And Roger, yeah, Roger was at, did you get an extra bonus? Because I worked for, under the Chum umbrella, two different entities, but they were under Chum. Yeah, it was really a nice kind of a thing to get. I mean, you know, they didn't have a lot. In of the years work. you're speaking of, was $100 like a... Went a long way. Okay, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't like way. laughable, right? No, not at all. You're going cash? Yeah. Wasn't a check? Nobody had to... Like, it was all... Like, it was fantastic. Yeah. Very helpful for the, hol- for the holiday season. Because I'm looking at the survey. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like a rack, like a whole bunch of uh, companies, particularly in the U.S. Yeah. 57% of them. Right. A plan to award year-end bonuses this year, like they're bringing back the Christmas bonus. Now, what? How much though? Like, what is the deal? Are they giving like good stuff or what? Yeah, this part I don't Cash know, dollar? because they're saying um, the the labor market 
because of what's happening in the Lego market, they believe if they give Christmas bonuses or holiday bonuses, end of year bonuses, that they're going to retain more employees and maybe even attract more employees to come into, into, That's a good into point. the company. Yeah. Now, if you're an employee, though, Jamar, yeah. and you're expecting a big bonus, you don't want what happened in Christmas vacation. What happened in Christmas vacation? Listen to this one. To one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. The jelly of the month. <laughs> I remember this. He wanted to buy a pool, and he got the jelly of the month. So remember, what is a bonus to you could be a different bonus to your employer, right? So let's take a poll right now okay. among, among people listening to the show. What will be the holiday bonus this year for the company you work for, and what company is that? Call them out. Name them. one zero four five three six. Send us a text. I would love to know. Yeah, me too. It seems like it's such a. It seems like it. It's dated, kind of. Yeah. But I guess I mean, listen, who's going to turn that down? No, I don't think anyone would. Jelly of the Month Club. I'll take anything at this point. But yeah, I wonder. Depending on what comes in on tax. Yeah. Might want to put in some uh, some applications. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's see what they're they're giving out. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From one hundred four five. Everyone loves to hate rats. But I do need to remind everybody that rats, the animals, are very, very, very similar. They're very smart, yes. And they're very similar to human beings. This is why a lot of times they test, like, unfortunately, makeup and things like that on and medicines on, yeah, on mice right. and rats. Because, very true. Because a lot of the reactions yeah. from, a, from, some, an, from an anatomical uh, standpoint are close to human beings. That's exactly right. All right? Yeah. Here's something else that rats have in common with us. That you probably didn't know. Uh-huh. Rats what? not only like music, but they can hold a beat. Like rats can actually keep a tempo. How weird and wild is that? Like and with their you, head, like they're bopping. Yo, their- it's 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 even wilder than you think. Scientists discovered that rats can perceive the beat of a music and bop their head along to the rhythm, <laughs> like really well. So they put these like small. Um, you know what accelerometer is? You, yeah. In in your phone, yeah. you know how you move your phone, and the yeah. phone can tell where that it's moving. And okay. there's a little device in your phone called accelerometer, and it it uh, it measures movement. Okay. And it that's measures... why you know how many steps you've taken and all that. Yes, yeah. it's it's yeah. that type of thing. Gotcha. It's the same thing in your Apple Watch and all that. They put an accelerometer on 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 rats, on their heads and just parts of their body. And they noticed that when they played certain songs, the rats actually started bopping to the beat. And there were certain types of music that actually the rats bopped better to. And it was songs that were between 120 and 140 beats per minute. In music or in DJ, we call that BPM. Okay. And the higher the number of the BPM, the faster the song. Right. So in this 120 to 140 BPM, let's give you a couple songs that have that kind of beat structure listen okay. this is about 120 bpm yeah there's the beat right there yeah rats love lady gaga you bring it up you bring it up bring it up somebody come on see look at my head going can you imagine you know what i think about this about this so far what you're saying yeah is that in the labs they're playing music and they looked over and they said look at harry the rat right he's bopping to the the music yeah. You think that's what happened? Mickey is kicking it over there. Look at Mickey. He's doing his thing. Like um, Another song that's around the same BPM. Take a listen. Yeah. 
This happened at the University of Tokyo. In Tokyo, they are jamming out in a lab with rats. Michael Jackson's beat is about 120. We have another one. Take a listen to this. Really? They said when the rats heard this song, they could literally see the rats bopping their head like this. Wow. Now they do this? <laughs> I don't know if they're doing this. That's the snake. I don't know, I know, if, the the I don't know if rats would do the snake. <laughs> that, that would be traumatic for them. I got to see it. <laughs> I need to see it. You, know, you know what scares me? You know what scares me? If one of their pawns started going to. Like, you know. How wild is that? But then I also feel bad yeah. for, you know, because people just try to kill rats. I know. And they're enjoying they're out here, enjoying they're their life. Out here having fun. Having their life. Maroon 5 fun. Sugar, another 120 BBM. Taking BBM's care off. of turtles. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we don't have it, but the sound of a record stopping. And. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's well, one more type of music I do want to add to the oh, file okay, okay. that is around 120 and more BPM. Very specific to Toronto. Soka. Who's this? This is Marshall Montano, and this song is about 120 BPM. <laughs> Azalea, I know you love love some soca. I do love soca. So how would you feel about like a whole rat section in a <laughs> in carnival just for dancing rats? I think they're there. <laughs> to be honest, they're already. There. I think they're already there. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Let's talk about. It's a weird word. Yeah. Do you want to talk about... Ex- how, how do you say this? Family and dialect. Is that the thing? Familect. 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 You take family and dialect <laughs> and you put them together. And the question for you is, does your family have its own dialect? Yeah. It's like you know, a mashup, right? It's almost Words like, or phrases that you use? It, it's like when your family has its own speak. Right. Like certain families have their own little code words, buzzwords, jokes, almost like, uh, I guess you'd say inside jokes. Yeah. But what they're calling this is a familect, a family dialect. Is there a thing that you and your family members say that only you would understand? I, I cannot remember. I've got to think back. But it's interesting because when you are a visitor, let's say you're bringing home somebody for the first time. Yeah. And you're getting together for dinner. That's when it really comes forward. Yes, and the person sitting at dinner is like, I don't know. What are they talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the family looks at each other like, <laughs> uh, yeah, family-like. Do you have one? A little bit. So when I call my sister, I know how my sister and my mom are doing by the way she addresses my mother. Okay. This is our family. And anyone who, who's listening to this would not know. Only I know. For example, I'll call our Lex. What's up? Good, good. Uh, how are you doing? She goes, I'm good. And then if she says, have you talked to mom? <laughs> and I'll, I'll say, no, I haven't. I know everything's good. If she goes, have you talked to your mother? Something's going down. When my sister says your mother and not right. mom, mom, I know there. That's the thing. Something's going on. And the same thing with my mother. If I call my, hey, mom, what's up? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Have you talked to Lex? No, I haven't. Okay. If I call her another day, have you talked to your sister? Oh. I take a deep breath. I'm like, oh, man, something's going yeah, down. That, that thing in that pit in your stomach happens, doesn't it? 100%. That is our family act. So yeah. when people start getting addressed by their title, your sister, your, your mother, mother, have you talked wow, to your brother? Wow, that brings back memories That's exactly me what's going on in our that, family. That, that's what? our family act. Yeah. Uh-huh. My dad used to call me and say, hey, Mayor, yeah, Dad, five-minute conversation. What time do you have time today? 
I said, is it five minute or? Okay. And then, but sometimes you call and go, hey, Mayor, 45 minute call today. What time? Wow. That's going to be a big one. But that's kind of. And what, that's I, how the conversation. All, yeah. It's always timing. Time, the time. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Numbers with that guy. So that's right? how the conversation would yeah, start. Yeah. Okay. With, with the timing. And, the and time. a five minute or a 45 minute or what, what kind of conversations are those? Something celebratory or just, hey, you know, something good. Yeah. 45 is, so this happened and this is what you need to know and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And you could have been nicer to your sister. <laughs> Right? That, something like that. Got you. Yeah. Every family has one. You may not have thought about this before, yeah. but it's something you should think about right now. What is your family dialect? They call it a familect. Yeah. The way you talk to each other, the things you say to each other that only the family would understand because this is how we get that point across. I found, I have another one. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. 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 Yeah. Text 104536 yeah. and let us know what your familect is. Uh, <laughs> for example, someone just texted. Someone from Lindsay said, my dad and I speak in Simpson references. <laughs> so everything they speak about is a reference to the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. It's communicating. Yeah, it's like, Whatever. you know, I'm going to grab a duff. You know, that means he wants a beer probably or something. Oh. Like Why don't you text us what some See, of those references are? That's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Familect. It's a contraction of the word dialect yeah. and family. Yeah. And apparently every family has a familect. Mm-hmm. The dialect that your family speaks and that no other person outside the family really understands or really gets into. It's just how you guys kind of get down when you yeah. speak to each other. And and the, and the other thing is, it could be like a regular word that we know, like mom and mother, like you mentioned yesterday, but it's the tone in which it is used. So I'll give okay. you an example. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in my family, we can tell, I can tell when there's an argument amongst anyone in the family by the way that we refer to each other. That's uh-huh. our family, family dialect, our family. For example, if I call my mother, hey, mom, what's up? Hey, Jamar, how are you? I'm good. How Have you talked to Lexi? I'm like, no, I haven't talked to her. That means everything is all good. Okay. All is good in the uh, family front. If I call my mom, hey, mom, how are you? Hey, Jamar, how are you? If she says, have you talked to your sister? If she calls her my sister and not by name, I know there's an issue. And I don't even know if they all know they do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> both my sisters, Rachel will do it. Yeah. Have you talked to Lex? Great. Have you talked to your sister? I'm like, oh, man, something's going You on. have broken the code, so you must not let them know that you know that code. Right. I, I, I don't think I – I think that's – well, maybe I do. Yeah, no, like that's kind of that thing that they don't know that they do. But we all do it. Yeah. Have you talked to mom? Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked to your mother? Your mother. Fight. In other words, I am not – Fight. I'm not owning it. <laughs> when they say you're this or you're that, it's like they're no longer mine. That's our family. Act. Yeah. Okay. What, what is your family? Act? Do you have like a, oh, uh, a, I, a, what is the code to the Dennis's or the Denai? Well, the Denai. <laughs> it used to be uh, you should talk to your sister, and I said I got three. Which You one? should talk to, to your, your sister. sister. I go, and why am I the point person to do that? But um, I, I don't have as many as you have, Azalea. Right. Like, what's yours, family? So, our inside joke amongst the heart cousins. Yeah. Because all of us, I mean, uh, in the most humble way. Yes. <laughs> we just consider each other very good looking. Okay. Other, that's, okay. That's very healthy, actually. So Right. So, but sometimes one of us might think that we're a little bit too good looking in that moment. And so one of the cousins will say, listen, you might need the anchor. So the anchor, yeah, you need the anchor. And the anchor is because your head is a little bit too big right now. 
You need to come back down to earth. <laughs> the, wow. the anchor will bring you back so down to gravity. So the anchor brings you back down. Okay. There it is. There's so, many more, too. <laughs> so if anyone says... You need the anchor. It means like, girl, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's pretty funny. So shout out the heart cousins. Okay. All right. <laughs> anchor them heart girls immediately. And the guys. Don't oh, the, say it's just the girls. Good. Okay. Okay. We got more, too. <laughs> A lot of people shared some of their stuff. No doubt. Some texts. Uh, one person says, our family uses men in black worm language. <laughs> like the worm in men in black. They use that to talk to each other. Another family uh, speaks in Simpsons references. Everything is a Simpsons reference. Let us know what your family like is. Uh, uh, you can text us at 1045-360. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Need that winter coat again. Uh, make sure you, well, I don't need to remind you that. <laughs> You're into saving your own life. <laughs> You'll bring it. Are you into saving your own life? Right? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, speaking <laughs> of winter coats, there's a brand new term uh, for dating that you might want to hear if you're single. <laughs> it's called winter coating. Winter uh, coating. Winter coating. Okay, what is this? Um, so you know how every winter you got to pull up that winter coat again? Uh, without fail, it just comes back into your life because it's just what it does every, every uh, say, November. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same principle with your ex. Do you have that ex in your life who every winter they pop up and they're like, text, hello, how are you? Just making sure everything's okay. And you're just like, you again. Is it that Netflix and chill kind of thing? It's the Netflix and chill. It's the, you know, what's the term? Hibernation. Uh, the but you know the what do you call it but cuffing season C- person cuffing. Cuffing. yeah the person who always shows cuffing, up for cuffing yeah. season because they know that you're available or they can make yeah. you available because of that thing you guys had in the past winter coating just like every year you have to break out that winter coat again it's the only one that warms you up winter coating is the the term for this relationship this ex that you have how about that I don't know. Winter coating. What? I've I've had what are these, I, all these terms. Are I had a winter coat. Okay, at one talk point. to me. Yeah, I mean, you want to yeah. tell us about it? Yeah, it should okay. pop up every year. <laughs> Did <laughs> you like, go search for her? Did she search for you? Uh, we kind of just stumbled into each other. I see. And you know, Chicago was cold. Yeah, very very cold yeah. place. So you know, <laughs> once the weather called for it, we put each other on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We were each other's winter coat. But then when you when you kind of met each other, you go, oh, yeah, that's why we're not together. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. At yeah, some yeah. point, you realize that the coat doesn't fit. Well, you've worn it too the, long. Go into the spring coat after that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's got moth holes in it. <laughs> and <laughs> it's never going to be better. Right. It's, never, it's right. not getting any newer. No, no. That's right. Winter coating. Okay. Winter okay. coating. Okay. So just something to think about as you are looking at those text messages or those DMs. You might not want to put the winter coat on again this year. You might want to get a new one. This is a winter coating relationship. So funny. Yeah. I can't believe all the terms on this, but they're fun. I yeah. like it. There's one every week. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.